Resentments don't feel good. They feel like a hot coal in our bellies, and they have us feel separate and alone. What can we do about them? Let's find out. Hi, I'm Brenda Reese, freedom and forgiveness coach, and a person just like you that is learning to navigate life and all of its challenges. I teach a forgiveness process like no other. It's a blend of practical and spiritual forgiveness. This process guides you into knowing how unforgiveness can be keeping you stuck in your relationships, both personally and professionally, and how it prevents you from releasing resentment and finding joy. Each week, I share practical and some not-so-practical tips, tools, and advice from myself and other people that are on this journey just like us. This is for you if you are ready to turn your pain into peace. Welcome to the Forgive Yourself Podcast. In this episode, there are going to be some writing exercises for you. Now, don't give me that look. It's not like sitting and journaling. There will be questions for you, and I think you may find it beneficial if you want to release a grudge. So let's take a minute now and think of a resentment you've had. It can feel like anger or irritation at someone or a situation. It could be someone in your family, in your intimate relationship, friends, your job, your business or yourself. I want you to ask yourself this question. What keeps you from releasing that resentment or grudge? Some ideas that come up in my work is it lets the other person off the hook, or I want to be right. They hurt me and they need to pay for it. What is your reason or your feeling? That's keeping you from releasing that resentment or grudge. And we're going to go into that a little bit later. So keep that in the corner of your mind or written down on a little piece of paper. What are resentments? Resentments can feel like a knot in your stomach, an all-consuming fire in your belly. They can also have you feeling sad and hurt. So why do we hold a grudge? Research shows grudges come with an identity. With our grudge intact, we know who we are, a person who was wronged, and there's power in that. With this comes a sense of solidness and purpose, and we feel a rightness and a strength that feeds our anger and our victimhood. Can you feel that? To let go of our grudge, we have to be willing to let go of that identity as the wronged one and all of that rightness and strength and sympathy that we are getting. And I know this well because I was getting a lot of sympathy for a very big grudge I was holding towards my ex who actually got me into this forgiveness process. We were married 10 years and what that entailed was a lot of abuse and betrayal, financial ruin and at the end, possible prison time. For me, not him. See, he was controlling and I was codependent. And in my fear and codependency, I signed papers for something that turned out to be illegal, which fortunately I did not know at the time, thank goodness. 
So the FBI came knocking on my door, saying, Brenda, you are looking at seven to ten years of prison. We want him, but if he doesn't agree, you're going down. Literally, that's what they said, just like in the movies. So I had a big grudge. Now, you'd probably agree with me that this grudge is definitely justifiable. I was holding this grudge with all the sympathy and the rightness. And as time went on, I'm watching him live this carefree life while I was suffering. I'm dying inside. I'm feeling heavy from the weight of this grudge. Have you ever felt that heaviness? This grudge starts to feel like a heavy boulder that is keeping me disconnected from my heart. It is blocking the light of kindness from getting out or in. This boulder is between me and you. It's between me and my business, me and my life. It's becoming all-consuming because grudges can do that. Yet I figured out that this grudge was only hurting me and not him. And I really wanted to change that because not only did I want to stop giving him my energy, right? Because when we hold a grudge, we are giving our power away. I'm giving my energy to these people and not keeping any for myself. But I was also getting tired of this knot in my stomach. And that's when I found in my research that one of the meanings of forgiveness was to untie the knot. Have you ever felt a knot in your stomach? But then I thought, why should I be willing to untie this knot? Why should I be willing to forgive my ex? When you are holding a grudge towards someone, you are actually giving away two very precious commodities. One is your energy and two is your power, like I mentioned a few minutes ago. These people are taking up space in your mind and body rent-free. Stuck energy in our bodies is a very real thing, which is being proven by neuroscience today. Releasing grudges not only gets us our energy and our power back, but you can also gain peace of mind and heart and a lightness of being not so heavy. This is the space that we want to be able to make our decisions in our lives and our businesses from, not from that grudge. But how do we get there? Now, we don't seem to make changes in our lives unless we can identify the cost and the benefit of what it is we want to change. As our brains are wired for more of the protection or negative aspect, let's look at the cost first. Here are seven areas to look at. Time energy, money, emotional, physical, mental, and relationships. Now is the time we want to get out that journal or paper and pen. Because what I'd like you to do is to write down what areas out of those seven you feel there is a cost for you in holding a resentment like we talked about in the beginning, what I had you think about in the beginning, or maybe something else has come up for you, because sometimes I have quite a few. (laughs) So, So write down what area, right, you feel there is a cost for you. Is it taking up your time? Are you thinking a lot about this 
situation or person? Is it someone who has taken money from you? Is it an emotional toll? A physical toll? Mental? Relationship? So take some time and write that down. Hey, it's Brenda. Are you feeling unhappy in your relationships, work, or even life itself? Or maybe you are ready to break free from any guilt, shame, anxiety, or heaviness that you're feeling? If you said yes, you are invited to join me and a small group of women in the upcoming Freedom Through Forgiveness seven-week self-forgiveness and self-acceptance online course, where we will be meeting each Tuesday evening for seven weeks, where you will be able to look at your past differently, befriend your critic, learn about boundaries, and make connections with other like-minded and hearted women. Go to Brenda Reese, backslash workshops for more information. Now, a few other costs to consider when we think about this grudge or resentment is that when we are holding a grudge, we bring anger and bitterness into every relationship and new experience we have. It carries with us. We cannot enjoy the present because we're so wrapped up in the wrong. Have you ever tried to be pleasant in an in a experience after you've had a big fight or you felt hurt by something? We can't be present. And then we can also feel that our life lacks purpose or meaning, causing depression or anxiety. This does not sound fun at all. So after all that heavy stuff we just talked about, I want to remind you of the benefits that we talked about in another episode. Decreased levels of anger and hostility. Increased feelings of love. Enhanced capacity to trust. Freedom from the events of the past. Improved health. Improvement from psychiatric disorders. And remember, forgiveness improves endurance. So think about that when you're looking at sports and sex. Forgiveness improves your manifesting. Now, a few of the quotes that I like to remember when I think of benefits, one is from Nelson Mandela. You can forgive anything. Forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. It's really important to remember that. Forgiveness is not a weakness. And also something that I share with my clients is that forgiveness liberates your heart. Now, there are the three steps for us to look at to begin to unwind our resentments or grudges. So keep that paper out and that pen. Step number one is to create awareness. Now, we do this by first being aware of what or who we feel the resentment or anger about, like we talked about, the thing or person you thought of in the beginning and that you just did in the last exercise. The thing about awareness is we cannot change what we don't know is there. So awareness is the first step. So take a few minutes and write in your journal who or what is coming to mind right now, because it could be somebody or something totally different. Or like I said, you could have a lot of them (laughs) like me. That's why I have a forgiveness list. And think about those resentments or grudges or anger. So I want you to write down their name and some of the feelings that come up. Then ask yourself this question. On a scale of one to 10, how willing am I 
to create more awareness around my beliefs and patterns that could be causing this resentment. This is where I want you to be rigorously honest with yourself. How willing are you? It doesn't matter which number you pick. Step number two is responsibility. Taking responsibility for our thoughts, feelings, and actions is a huge step, especially when we feel like we've been victimized. And in a lot of cases, we have been victimized. Yet, we can look at what part do I play in my suffering if I continue to feel victimized? Remember those costs and benefits? So the exercise around responsibility is this. I want you to take a moment and bring to mind that person that you just wrote about in your journal. When you think of that person, what do you dislike about them? I want you to write down at least five to ten things. What you don't like about them. It's okay. We're going to take a few minutes. I don't want you to think too hard. No one has to see your answers. So write down whatever comes to mind and don't judge yourself for having these feelings. These are yours. They're okay to have these feelings. Are they mean to you? Do they bully you? Have they lied to you? Maybe you feel betrayed or they don't listen. So take that time and write those down. Very important. Now, this is the interesting part. This is where we look at this relationship as a mirror, and we'll be talking more about that. Because what we look at is where are we doing these things to ourselves? Right? Okay, just breathe a minute. Just breathe on that. Because our relationships are mirrors, but they're not exact mirrors. So it doesn't mean you are exactly like that person. What are they reflecting for you that you have denied, repressed, or rejected about yourself? Feelings and thoughts that we've repressed and suppressed about ourselves are things where we stuff down, right? So suppression, we stuff it down. But we know they're there, but we keep doing things to distract ourselves from feeling that feeling. So that can be all of the alcohol or shopping or gambling. Repression, though, is something that sometimes we don't even know it's there. Some trauma happened to us and we don't know it's there. So it can be repressed. So what are they reflecting for us that we can see right now? Our relationships are for growth and healing. They're mirrors for us, but not exact mirrors. So if they are being mean to me, right? If somebody's really being mean to me, where am I being mean to myself? If they lied to me or I'm around people who lie, where am I lying to myself about being unhappy in a relationship or being happy in a job or being unhappy in life or how I'm handling myself? Betrayed. Oh my goodness, where am I betraying myself in keeping my voice down and playing small, right? And where am I not listening to me? Where am I not following through? I think you get the idea. Remember, no judgment, just curiosity. So the question to ask yourself in this step is, are you willing to take responsibility 
for your thoughts, feelings, and actions? Why or why not? What comes up for you? Write it all down. No judgment, just curiosity. And step number three is choice. This step is about being willing to be willing to be willing to continue to be aware of our own patterns and beliefs by being curious, not judgmental, curious. It's also about taking responsibility for our parts, right, and what happens in life, and then having the courage to stand for our own truth about it and make the changes we are ready to make. Sometimes that choice is to not forgive at that moment, and that's okay. It's choosing to allow our feelings because that is a vital and important step that we are not taught to do. We're taught to stuff and suppress and find something else and distract. We're not taught to feel our feelings. But you know, science is proving now if we allow our feelings to happen, they can actually move through us because that's what they're designed to do within just a couple minutes. So allow those feelings. Question to ask yourself in this step, how might forgiving these resentments benefit me? Hmm. Now that's something to think about. Some ideas might be peace of mind, more creativity, more energy, happier for myself, happier in relationships, and maybe I can show up more completely in my life and business. The possibilities are endless with forgiveness. I encourage you to take some time and revisit these three steps. Give yourself the gift of spending a few minutes in curiosity about what keeps you from forgiving. What are your benefits of not forgiving and forgiving? What are your costs? And then give yourself some space to determine whether you are ready to or not to forgive. There is a time not to jump into forgiveness. Sometimes we need some guidance on where to start. So I encourage you to talk it out with someone you trust and who can give you an unbiased ear and reflection so you can be accountable to you. And then get to feel that precious release of that knot in your stomach. Thank you so much for listening to the Forgive Yourself podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit our website at brendareissescoaching.com for more show notes and additional episodes. And would you do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast and please consider rating and reviewing the show that will help other people find us. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time on the Forgive Yourself podcast. Take care. Thank you.